Okay, here we go. Perk Yud. Vayomer Hashem El Avram. Yodea Teda Kigir Yezarecha Be'eretz Lo Lahem Ve'avdum Ve'anu Osam Arba Meil Shana. We are very familiar now by now with these uh, with these words. Vegam Hagoy Asher Yaavdu Don Anochi. And, and the nation that will do that will enslave you, I will judge them. But you will come to your fathers in peace. You will be buried in a um, good... Uh, not sure how to translate that. Say it Good situation. Vidor Rivi Yeshuvu and the fourth generation will come back. Hinei Kilo Sholim Avon Haemori Adhena because the sin of the Amorites has not yet been completed. So that's why the land cannot be given to your children as of yet. We need to wait for four generations that they will have, as the Chazal say, filled out their measure of a virus, and that's it. Then, they, then they're out, and then we can come and take over their land. Okay. Those are Psukim. In Bereshus, says the Maral, Yesh Ladaktik, Bezeha Kosov. One can be exacting and therefore usually that implies asking questions um, on this Pasuk Ki lama amar ki ger yezarecha arba meyoshana velo hayu yisrael b'mitzrayim arba meyoshana klal we don't see that we were slaves in Egypt for 400 years if you do the math right? if you do the math we were slaves in Egypt for 210 years so why did it say we're going to be slaves we're going to be, I apologize, not slaves, we're going to be um, gayrim, uh, sojourners, for 400 years. This is basically the Rashi says this, that if you, if you do the math, you, you uh, take the years of Kahas, Shahaya, Miyordi, Mitzrayim, Kahas was one of the sons of Levi, he actually went down to Egypt, he's counted, right? Vishanos of Shel Amram, who is the son of Kahas. Vishanos of Shel Moshe, who is the son of Amram. Kishayotsu Mimitzrayim, Lotimsa Arameos. So even all three of those lifespans put together, you don't get 400,000, 400 years. And obviously there was tremendous overlap in their years, right? Kahas was not a newborn baby when he came to Egypt. Um, then uh, Amram was not born with the death of Kahas. They, they overlapped a lot, and Moshe overlapped a lot with Amram. So, and he uh, left Mitzrayim well before the Ephesians. Well, uh, there you are. There you are. Kol shekain sheharbe nivlo shel elu How much more so that many of these years were included in those years? Nivlo means to be swallowed up in, right? So 
the years of, like we just spoke out the years of those overlapped with the years of those they were swallowed up these were swallowed up by those so how can how can the verse say how can they say that it's 400 years so certainly the Pasha Pshat reading is Hashem said to Avram, you should know Ki Ger Yezarecha bears Lolahem um, I don't know, a semicolon or something, a break right there, right? That's one concept. Then the enslavement and the affliction is going to be another concept. Then the 400 years is going back only on the Gerim. So it's a, it's a choppy posk. Right? So, Rak el Geri Yezarecha Arba Meo Shana. Shane Arba Meo Shana Mechubur el Veavdum Veano Sam. Then that connected those two concepts. Rak. El Geri Yezarecha Arbameo Shona basically reposition the Pasuk move up the phrase Arbameo Shona what are the three words earlier yeah three words earlier before Veavdum Veano Sam I read that way what? Why write it that way? Good question. Mikan Mokom Kasha. From here, Mikain, I should say, where, where there's a place for a Kasha. Lama Hizkir Zman Hagerus, Velo Hizkir Zman Hainui, Vehashibud, Shehu Yoser. Why would Hashem mention only the duration of the um, of the being of sojourning and not mention the duration um, of the uh, enslavement and the affliction? Rashi says no. Rashi says you include the year, all the years of Yaakov to show that they were enslaved from the mace of Yitzhak or something like that. Isn't that how his Sfarah, how he gets around it? Yeah. No. Rashi says that the way you get 400 years is that you start counting from the birth of Yitzhak. The birth of Yitzhak. Because Yitzhak was born in a land which is not his because he was born in Canaan. Okay. So, so all the years of... No, so the moral is going with that. Right. Oh, okay. He's going with that. Okay. But he's just pointing out that number one, according to Rashi, right? You have to read the pasuk. It to be what's called the way, uh, the way Rashi calls it often is you have to be misares the pasuk. You have to cut the pasuk into um, segments and re and re and reorganize it. Okay. Right? That's uh, like uh, one chromosomal inheritance. So there's a uh, what is it called? Certain parts. And break out and and move over to another chromosome, right? So over here, you have to reposition the word Aramayoshana as going back on the 
Gir Yezarecha Be'eres Lo Lehem Arba Me'eshana And then Ve'avdum Ve'onu Osam Without telling us how long Okay So he's asking Once we've done that Which is the Pshat So Noah has a very valid question Why did the Pasuk write it in such a strange way then? Good question Good job Noah Did I ask the question? Beautiful Okay but besides that, once we once we accept that that's how the pasuk reads, so the question is, why did the pasuk tell us about the four hundred years of living in land that's not theirs, but it didn't tell us about how long the enslavement and the affliction would be? Yeah. This is Shehuyoter. The means the affliction and the slavery was longer. It's not true, right? No. In, who, wait, you, you, Yoter, what? More important? Um, I'm not 100% sure how to read it. Ezra, what do you think? Mm-hmm. You hear his question? Uh, yeah. So in the morale, look, look, look inside. So he says, "Mikol Mokom Kasha, Lama Hizkir Zman HaGerus, Velo Hizkir Zman HaInui VeHashibud, Shehu Yoter." Those words, Shehu Yoter. What is it going on? Right. So, uh, no, okay, I understand that. Okay, so uh, the way that I would propose to read it, I'm not convinced, but that's how I'm reading it for now, is to read it like this: Lama Hizkir Zman HaGerus, Kama. Which means that why did he mention the Zman of Gerus, which is the longer Zman? That's how I'm reading it. I acknowledge that it could be that you could read it that, that the Inui and the Shibud is more severe. That's what means Shehu Yoter, but. Yoter is not, it should have said Yoter Kashe, Yoter Chazak, some other addition. If we're not, uh, Yoter usually just means more years. So that's why, that's why I think that, that's the way to read it. Okay. V'od. Lama Dorivi Yeshuvu Heina. And also, we, we need to ask, why is it that the fourth generation will return? To the to the land. What's the significance of the fourth generation? Now, by the way, notice something that, to a certain extent, the pasuk did mean the moral is not asking that you gave me no indication of how long the slavery and the affliction will take because the pasuk says how long four generations right it's just that four generations is not a, is, is not is not an exact number it's uh, four generations is a very loose number right it turned out that four generations were two was 210 years right well, it could have been 230 could have been 180 is not clear so he's asking why by the 
Gerus by the being sojourners in a land not theirs. It doesn't say an exact number of years, whereas over here it doesn't say an exact number of years. It doesn't say a zman. It says an issue. It, it measures it in the form of generations. Yeah? Okay. So, says the says the Maral Vanira. Bezeh. Ma she gozer HaKadosh Boruchu. Lichios HaGerus Arvameo Shona. In fact, it was decreed to be 400 years. Mipnei ki hisnagdus shel Avraham hayatalmid mispar hazeh. The force that opposed Avraham Avinu is always a force of four. This number, four. Tashir nizbar l'ma'ala peperek shishi barichus. Like has been explained in the sixth chapter, Noach. What was discussed in the sixth chapter? Oh, yeah. Come on. One hint. Number four. Be misnagged to offer my Oh! Oh! Shh. Incredible. Incredible. And was the. And was the. the four things are there. And was the. What does he explain over there? Why is it that the four kings that came against Avraham? Avram came to the rescue of the five kings. Obviously, the five kings are also bad people, but at least conceptually, it was four against five, and Avram is on the side of the five against the four. Four directions. Four directions. Very good. What's five? Five also four directions, but with a what? Five is the... Um, oh, I remember this now. Four is the... Is, is the four directions. Four, four is four, four directions, but it's like... It's like it's, too much to one direction, too much to the other direction, too much, right? Whereas five is five, what? Five is centered on, on a, a center point. The four directions centered, connected, tied together with a central point. If you have three, if you have X, Y, and Z axis, right? You have to, in order to get a, a proper cube, right? You need to have a point in the middle to which they all relate, right? Yeah, but, but don't make X, Y, Z axis. Okay. Because once you go three-dimensional, then you should really be talking about six and the seventh point, Right? So if you're talking about only four directions, the Arbaruchos Olam, the four directions are what? East, north, west, East, south. west, south, north. Right. Right? So that's just two dimen- that's just two dimensional. Right. We're not dealing with up and down, right? Okay. So X axis and Y axis, no Z axis, drop the Z axis. So we only have X axis and Y axis. And on that if you, you, you have things pulling in different directions, if you have a central point to anchor everything, give it all one meaning, right? Like we, uh, you have people over you know, in this part of the country, people in this part of the country. But if there's a capital in the middle that kind of unifies them all and gives them all one direction, right? one overall vision, then it becomes a country, as opposed to a bunch of little, little um, feudal lords, right? Like back in uh, um, medieval Germany, right, where every city was its own little kingdom, right? So you know you have different ones, but it's all tied together in the middle. Yeah. So that's uh, that's represent- that, that's that's uh, the Koach of Avram Avinu. They seeing the oneness and everything, bringing everything together. Four is the power of divisiveness, of um, Purud, right? 
obviously they were all idol worshippers that opposed the Avram Avinu. Idol worship is what? I think that the God of the North is the good, is the one that's the, my God, and you think that the God of the Sea is your God, and I think you know, the God of the Rising Sun, right? And he's, each one's got his his God, right? And Avram Avinu said, no, all these powers come together, right? There's many different powers, but they're all unified by, by the source of it all, which is Hashem. The reason why we use four directions is that is the that's the basic that's the fragmentation in the that's world. A, that's the absolute way to make something opposite. It's 180 degrees, right? Yeah, but that's only going to give you two. No, I'm, I'm going to say is that okay, um, it's basic fragmentation. Mar also says many times that when a a concept descends into this world, it's nispashed into four directions. It breaks apart into four into four directions, into four sides. Which means everything in this world has four aspects to it. But only basically. I mean, obviously, if you drop you drop a piece of like, drop of water, right? It's going to be misposed into many directions. But generally, it can only be like normal. in the right. Yeah, in in the in the most essential way, it'll it'll break up into four basic directions. So each one of it has has sub directions as well. Does he get that from Pardes? You know, he's getting it. He's getting it from from geometry. That's just the fact that everything in this world, no problem. Everything is uh, head and shoulders. I don't know. I don't. I don't even know if it's good. I don't even know if it's good. I tell you, I use it. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing might might just be a farce. I don't know. Uh, but um, so he starts with physical and returns to the Torah. He doesn't start. Meaning the world, the world, right? Meaning, but you see it in Torah as well. This world is a world of four I mean, world this is an important point um, I mean man himself defines this right man himself has a front a back a right and a left correct yeah. so you see in man the concept of, of four I mean man's operation in this world is forward back right and left which is why um, north south, east, and west is so perfect for man, right? Um, the world itself also, right? The world <coughs> spins around so that the sun moves from the east to the west. And yet, the you know, the more north you go, the colder it gets, the more south you go, the, the, the warmer it gets. So, so that's clear, that's clear four directions as well in the world, Right? So that's so the world that we know is a four-directional world. That's the world we live in. I remember Rabbi Gershwald bringing a beautiful example of this. He said that the uh, the Israelis they all want to always want to be on the cutting edge of like open-mindedness and uh, like being more modern than, uh, than than everybody else. So he thought they're going to come up with the most brilliant new architectural design. Uh, why should houses be square from now on? Houses are going to be um, a little like a round beehive. They built these beehive houses. This is going to be like most cool thing ever. People are going to be probably you know paying like a fortune for one of these things, right? To live in a little beehive, right? And then you know everyone came to look at these things. It was published in all the magazines. Brilliant, genius architectural design, except that they noticed that no one was buying these houses because all the wives were saying, "I can't live in this place." <laughs> and the price just kept dropping and dropping and dropping until finally, like, 
you know, the gear Hasidim or somebody came in there and bought it for like pennies on a dollar and came in and plastered the wall. They just squared <laughs> out all the rooms <laughs> and, uh, and uh, made it livable for human conditions. Because <laughs> the people, people need to live in, in, a, in a four-directional room. Okay, in a square room. Okay, fine. So, yeah, so Noah, because he does Hazara, nailed again. Again, got, got it. Um, so, the Koach of four is always the Koach that's misnagid to Avram Avinu, Kashen Nezbayer, Lamalo, Perkshishi, Be'arichus, Vitimtsam, Brosha Parshas. And you'll find in the beginning of this Parsha, Vahibi, Amei, Amraphel. You'll see in the, uh, there was, it was in the days of Amraphel, Melech, Shinar, Aryuch, Melech, Alasar, Kardelomer, Melech, Elim, Vetidal, Melagoyim. These are the these are the four, etc. So they are the four Malchus, the four kings. Obesov Gamkain, Ramaz Hakosov, Arba Malchus, Kamosh, Hizbayer, Lamala, Ein Shom. <coughs> Do we talk about that? Um, I have a feeling, I don't remember if he discussed this yet or not, but he does discuss in Prisbane of Basarim the various animals that that are that are that are meant to be cut in half uh, represent the Arbogolius. Do, do we do that? I don't remember if he spoke about that here. In last third. I'm assuming it would be in Perak Shishi, where he told us. I haven't noticed his Perak Chet. Perak Ches? It could be that it took him a while to get there. Does he say where Perakas? No, really? Rabbi Hardman? I think he brings everything. Hmm. One second. Yeah, here we go. 
Yes. So you can add this in email where Hartman tell him that there was one place he didn't quote. Um, and it is in Perikhes. It says over there in the in the paragraph by me starts Ubemidrish Rabba. Parshas told us Vayikra as Ace of Benoha Gadol Aviv Karao Gadol Shenemar Vayikra as Ace of Benoha Gadol Imo Karao Gadol Dixiv as Big Day Ace of Benoha Gadol Amalem Akadosh Boruchu Im Beinechem Hu Gadol Beinai Hu Katan Shenemar Hinei Katan Nasesicha Begoim Bozui. So that it has to do with, the, so the, and that's the little bird over there that was, that was brought that represents Ace of. So then in that paragraph he explains that. Madai is the is the is the goat or maybe the next paragraph I don't know how they break it up by you Al Titma see that this is where he's making a summary I think he was actually talking about earlier than that but uh, he makes a summary over here that you see that Madai that's the goat that Avram Avinu had to bring in the Brisbane of Asarim Yavon that's the that's the ram um, the uh, Bovel is the bull etc so that's what he he spoke about that. And there's a Ramazim as far as which animal was which? Yeah. That's what we spoke about in the sixth chapter. Oh, one second. Eighth chapter. Oh, here we go. Sorry. So he says in the Furish, in, it's a, it's a Midrash, brought a couple of paragraphs before what I quoted. The Agala, the, the calf that he brought, that's Bovel. Right? The Isle. Meruduch Vibal Shatsar, that's that's Paras. The Oz that's Modai. These are the three Malchus. The the I the Isle that's uh that's Yavan etc. So this Midrash goes and lines them all up. Okay, so... Wait, are you still in the Altitma? No, 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 I went back. I mean, it, it, it starts even earlier. What? It's the Mashmah beginning of the parak, right? Um, not... Uh, no. It's about halfway into the parak. I mean, I don't know. It's still the sixth part. I don't know. In the normal print, it's parak Mem Zayin. Parak Yeah, so I'm going to park that down. One second. Shin Ayin Aleph. Shin Ayin Aleph. Shin Aleph. We didn't go over this part. What? We didn't learn this part together. We didn't learn this part together? No. Mm. Oh, was it? Uh, yeah, that was a uh, part that we skipped. Okay. Oh. So there you are. Noah, Noah is... I thought we talked about that. I have no, I have no, no, I have no notes whatsoever. Like, I'm impressed. Game. So I lost my job, I lost out of my hands, so I have to remember. <laughs>
You didn't lose your job. Kolish Baruch took away my job. Kolish Baruch Hu gave you time off. It's great. He gave you time off, and I believe he even paid you ahead of time for that. He for did. That. that was really nice of him. I told nice. you he was going to do that, right? Yes. You got Hashem, Hashem, I got nice. I got nice severance. I mean, I have to take a later on, but got a nice severance. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Over America's big. Awesome. He gave me yeah. time off too. I went to the Chavshlomo. Really? Yeah. You get all this time off. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, Ravi's saying that he gave all this time off. He went to Chavshlomo. He went to. No, but sometimes Hashem kind of, you know, kind of forces, you know, forces his time <laughs> off on us, and sometimes we don't understand that he's. He's saying, take a break. I want you to take a break. Learn a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's good. Okay, fine. Well, I'll pay for it, yeah. Okay, so, uh, so kids, sir, so that's over there back on the... Uh, on what? what? Don't, don't take the severance pay. Wait for the reward in the next world. I took the severance pay. Yeah, No, the severance pay was just, that's not for the learning. That's just for the... That's probably Paris. No, it's not for the learning. He, he, he has champagne because in Rosh Hashanah, he merited to get X amount of dollars for that year. So he needed to get paid anyway, but he wasn't going to be working. So Hashem figured out another way to get that money to him. Okay. Um, okay, I guess it's a good place to stop. Okay. So here we go. So uh, fine, we're going to do a little bit of a extended sheer covered the, um, the the beginning of the beginning of uh, of Slichus this week. Okay. Ubereishis Rabba. Ubereishis Rabba says Kishem. So you see, it's, it's, it's actually a chazal, ki Avram haya yachid, because Avram Avinu was the oneness, he represents oneness, he was the one. Umelochim ha'arba hayumisnagdim lo, and the four kings, they were opposed to him. Vehayu rotsim le his cake le galgal alav sorry le galgal eno shall olum okay one second Galgil Enoshal Olum. Not sure what that means. Let's continue, we'll pick up from the context. Ki Arbahim Misnagdim Liyachad Liyachid. Four are the opposite of the one. Olakach Amar Shahayurotim Lehizakik Oligalgil Eno Shal Oilum Shirotsalomar Sheikr Shal Oilum Liikr Shal Oilum. Oh, so there, is, there we are. Now we got it. So Eno Shal Oilum. Maral himself is bothered. What does this words in the midrash mean? So he says, "Eino shel olam" means the iker of the world. Yeah, who is 
the Iker of the world. Somebody, help know. me out. Oh, Shkoyach, no, your mom is on a roll today. Has to be that way, right? Very good. Right, we know Behi Baram, Rashi says, what does it mean Behi Baram, Bishvil Avraham, right? Avram is the Iker of the world because Avram is the one that recognizes his creator, right? Unlike everybody else. So these Arba Malachim, they were, they were opposing Avram Avinu. They were opposing the Eino Shaloylam, the eye of the world. The eye means the Iker of the world. Obviously, it has to be understood exactly how that is, but the morale comes to help us out. That's what it means. Ain shel oilum, that means ikaro shel oilum. Vehatsad, now, so why is it these four malachim are mesnaget to Avram? So that's what we just discussed earlier, right? Vehatsad, the thing on the side, the extremes, the extreme elements, the fringe elements, Noah and I discussed this before, why is it that all these various malachis are always mesnaget to us? Why is it the bubble specifically is mesnaget to us? Why is it that Para specifically is Mestaget to us. Why is it the Yalvin specifically? What's going on over here? Everybody's again, you should think there's different types of people in the world. Certain people will Mestaget to those, certain people will Mestaget to those. But they all certain, do have their own Mahalas. They all have their own Mahalas, so why are they all against us? Right? Meaning, for example, you know, everybody gets it. The French don't, don't like the Germans, right? And the Germans don't like the French, right? But, um, you know, the Germans and the Hungarians, you know, I don't know, they get on very nicely, right? Because they're kind of like in the same team, right? Being so certain. But here, every major Malchus is always against us. What's going on? So the answer is, because whichever extreme you are, what you are always by definition, whether you're extreme this way or that way or that way or that way, what you are is you're going in the opposite direction from center. the center. You're always against the center. Right? Wherever... The center is always the opposite of any of the extremes. Why do they care? Very deep this money. Why do they care? Why do they care? Why do they just well, for example, right now, what? Because they, they know that they're trying to sell a lie. In the meantime, you're going around with the truth. That, that bothers them. Right? It opposes to their entire worldview. Currently, the worldview is that... Um, you know, trends, whatever, homo, whatever, etc., is maybe the preferable way of life, and uh, etc. And you, Jews, are bothering us. We're trying to live like this, right? Is uh, the truth? Uh, Hitler, his name should be erased, right? Uh, so he wrote that the Jewish, the Jews are making everybody depressed because they they really put this consciousness in the world, and people can't live and do what they want to do. Because the Jew, the Jew doesn't let. The presence of the Jew reminds people of what they view to be, of, of what's moral. Even if we say nothing about it. It's not going out there being like, a, you know, annoying people. Like, hey, make it the fact that you're in the world, that, that already reminds them. The fact that we have a monogamous relationship with a woman. Right, that bothers them. bothers them. No, because they're aware that you, you feel that it, is, that it is forbidden, forbidden for... The other way around, right? It's wrong the other way around. It's not just if, if you would say it's a choice, but it's totally fine the other way. That's different, but it's not. It's forbidden. I had billionaires pause mid sentence and go, "I'm sorry. Do you mind if I curse in front of you?" That's nice. I'm like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to respond to that. 
<laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, polite, it? wow. it's much better than than uh, than some people are able to say. It's, wow. Okay, so at least checking. Um, I guess if you really have to, do do you do you mind if I step out? <laughs> like, <laughs> Incredible. I mean, the, the sensitivity. To, so, if there's sensitivity to ask a question, so how they respond? If you say, "Sure, do you, do you mind if I black out my ears?" While you do that, I feel like that was the appropriate response. Right. Do you like, mind if I didn't give you a check for? Okay. <laughs> Fine. Okay. So the point is that they're misnagged. They're all all the tzad is always misnagged to the iker, ki hu nota min ha iker lihios kenegdo. Because the side is always leaning away. It's going away from the balanced central point. So that's why it's opposite from it. So, uh, so the Malchus, they represent the Tzadim, the sides. Shehem Arba, the sides of the world are four. Vehayu, and geographically also, Eretz Yisrael is located where? Center of the world. Nowadays, what do you mean? It's all subjective. It's all relative. Maybe Australia is the center of the world. Depends on how you how you twist the globe, right? So, who determines that Eretz Yisrael is the center of the world? The Almighty. Okay, but besides Hashem, let's say there was no Hashem speaking, and you were a uh, um, a geography PhD in geography. And someone asked you, where's the center of the world? And you were a very smart person. What would you say? Israel. Israel. Why? Because it actually is the... It's being attacked on four sides. Because what? It's what? being attacked on all four sides. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> that, Great. that's Great. why it's being attacked on all four sides. Right. Because it's the center. But right. but uh, but uh, how's it the center? So it's partial. So if you look at what... Uh, I don't know. 80% of the world's population lives in what's called... You know, in in the in the mainland, right? Meaning the Americas were only discovered a couple hundred years ago, right? So that, that is a very fringe side thing where a minority population lives. Australia as well, right? So what the world map, the normal world map is Asia, Europe, and Africa, and and uh, the, the the Middle East, right? And so if you put the map like that, if you center the map where the majority of the population of the world has lived for the majority of the duration of humanity, most of civilization, right? Then the central point is there is a soul. That's what connects Europe, Africa, and Asia. Mm. Right? It's Poshit. All the major trade routes, everything, everything go, went through where it's all still to this day. If you think about it, right? If they wouldn't be in the Snagatus, probably the, the smartest thing to do would be to build the world's biggest airport in, in the Negev. That would probably be the smartest thing. Right? Because airplanes fly straight over the Mediterranean, don't bother anybody, you land in the Negev, and then, you know, continue on to wherever they need to go. Central hub. Okay? That's Ezra. You're going to fund the project. You're going to make enough money to support a lot of coal. That's a shame. What? Okay. No problem. It's a good idea, no? I, I don't know. Think, think about it. Think <laughs> <you sound> like? 
What? Ben-Gurion is not like that. Well, Ben-Gurion is, is, in, is in a highly popular area. It's not, not so gishmak to have, like, oh. you know, supersonic planes, like, you know, flying in, uh, you know, into a popular area. Okay, fine. Okay, well, as you will think about my idea, I just thought about it on the spot. Maybe it's not the best idea. But anyway, but the point still stands there at the center. Of it. It's the center, okay? Fine. Okay. Shkoyach, everyone. Let's just finish it. Lekach, hayu, hamalchus, nagid, hasdodim, sheim, arba, when by you guys is a paragraph end? Uh, three sentences later. Yeah. Okay, Avraham Avraham Arba. So mean five is similar to the one and extend to the point that at least it has a central point to tie the four pieces together. So in this world, one is very hard to come by. One, the only ones in this world is Hashem, right? But five is kind of a, a, a friend of one. Because five is four with the one in it, that the one is the central point. They recognize the one is the important. Not those five kings specifically, but that's why Hashem made it. That that, that was the, mathematically worked out like that because Avram was going to come to their rescue. And conceptually... The one is a friend of the five, not a friend of the four. Four is, opposes the one. When the four becomes subjugated to the one, which is what happened, Avram Avinu subjugated the four, that's five. Right? V'yizbayu lekaman inyan zeh barichus, and this kind of will be explained even more later on, she'achamesh heim me'inyan ha'achdus, so in the five, there is a uh, aspect of oneness. Ba'avur ha'chamishi shehu ba'emsa u'me'achet ha'arba. The one is in the middle that unites the four. I'll give you guys a mind remark. We got sukkahs coming up. The the Gemara and sukkah says that there's one is not allowed to take an aguda, a bundle of anything, of, of reeds, of weeds, uh, of, of sticks or whatever it is, and throw it on top of your sukkah to make your schach with. Cannot throw bundles on top, it's exera. But the point is, how many sticks makes a bundle? Five. Five. Okay. That's that's uh, four is dispersed in the fifth. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, super public. Three is a zucker though. Thank you. What? What do you do? Three is a zucker. Uh, Chazaka, what does Chazaka yeah. have to do with the price of cheese? Yeah.